0: I'm Scott Clark, and this short Feldenkrais lesson is called Easier Hands and Arms. To start out with, sit on some chair or stool, sit at the front edge, with both feet comfortably in contact with the floor. What's the beginning situation, or more simply, how are you? How are you in terms of your hands and your arms? Well, I don't know how you would answer that question, but let me propose a method. Let both of your hands hang somewhere so that they're not touching anything particularly, not doing anything. And notice the sensation in your right hand. Is there any sensation when you're not doing anything? Something perhaps internal, the sense of the warmth of the hand, any internal tension there might be some people might notice what you might call simply the the vibration of being alive we take it so for granted but it's simply the evidence that we are here that we are here and are alive now turn your attention to the left hand is there any sensation in the left hand is it different Now let's pick some very specific way of comparing the, the two arms, of noticing the, the beginning situation of your arms. So, start out with your right hand on your belly, and leaving the arm in that position with the elbow, what is it, about 90 degrees bent? Move the hand and the elbow, the whole arm together, holding that position forward, upward, It's as if you were bringing the back of your hand toward your forehead. And then take the arm back to where you started. Do that movement a couple of times. You're swinging the arm. The elbow doesn't change. The hand doesn't change. But the arm swings forward and upward. Maybe the hand goes a little overhead. Or maybe it stops short. Notice where the movement is really easy. Where the movement of the arm in, what is it, the shoulder joint or the shoulder girdle? is free, unobstructed. Okay, stop. Change over to your left hand. Start with your left hand on your belly, the lowest part of your belly. And then move the arm. Swing the hand, the elbow, the whole arm together forward. As the arm comes up to the horizon, still bent like that, forward becomes upward. The elbow and the hand, the whole arm, swing together like that, a little bit more upward, and then bring them back downward. Do that movement a couple more times. How far does this arm go? Is it different? Do you run out of the free movement of the arm sooner or later than the previous arm? But then stop a moment and take a step back, as it were, without doing any movement, without doing anything specific, what's your sense of yourself as you sit there? How quiet are you or how unquiet? How peaceful or how restless? This is hard to get a handle on, but this kind of noticing is really important to the process that we're engaged in. Okay, that's a a kind of beginning impression of yourself. Let's go for the lesson. Now, in this lesson, I'm only going to give the directions for one side, and I'm going to choose the right side. If you have some good reason for starting with your left side, then you'll need to translate all of my directions to the left side. Now, what would a good reason be? A good reason would be if there's some pain or discomfort, some injury in the right side then it would be easier to start with the left in order to learn what you're truly capable of. After that, learning on the less easy side might be a little bit easier than it would have been otherwise. Great. So, once again, bring your right hand to the lowest part of your belly. Put the left hand just over the right hand very lightly to assure yourself that the right hand is making a full Easy, simple contact with your belly. In that position, begin to bring your right elbow a little bit forward, bending your wrist, bending your right wrist. Take the right elbow forward and backward several times. But beware, there's a a tendency in most of us to let the heel of the hand leave the belly leave the whole right hand very flat and very easy against your belly so that the movement of the elbow is possible only as long as you bend your wrist. Now what most people find is a little bit surprising. It's as though the wrist no longer bends backwards. For a moment, take your right hand off of your belly Bend your wrist. Look at your wrist. Bend it backwards and notice how far backwards it bends. If you were to push on something with your hand, probably your wrist would bend backwards to about 90 degrees. But just an easy movement, it's at least half of that. But then as soon as you come back to this situation that I've proposed to you, of the hand resting flat on the belly, bringing the elbow forward to bend the wrist, you hardly get any bend backwards of the wrist at all. Why? If you try the movement a couple more times, without any kind of force, without any kind of forcing, you might be able to notice that the restriction isn't in your wrist, though it may feel that way. Leave the elbow for a moment, your hand still touching your belly, and instead of moving the elbow on purpose move your shoulder slide the shoulder forward and backward several times. It's a little bit strange to slide one shoulder forward and backward without turning your chest. So for a moment slide both shoulders forward and both shoulders backwards Use this to get to know that possibility of sliding the shoulder on the chest. Once you recognize that possibility, that way of sliding the shoulder, then leave the left shoulder alone and just slide the right shoulder forward and backward on your chest. Is your elbow moving? If so... Does it move the same direction as your shoulder, or the opposite? Let's try something. On purpose, move the elbow and the shoulder forward at the same time, and then backward at the same time. Your right hand is still flat on the belly, the full right hand. So whenever your elbow goes forward, you're bending at the wrist in order to leave the heel of the right hand on your belly. The right elbow and the right shoulder both move forward, the right elbow by swinging, the right shoulder by sliding, and then backward. Now try it the other way try swinging the right elbow forward as your right shoulder slides backward, and vice versa. Now, most people find that one of these is significantly easier than the other. Why? Well, that's just your habit. That's what you're accustomed to. But a few more times, explore both of these. Both the elbow and the shoulder can move forward and backward at the same time, or they can move in opposite directions at the same time. And then change. And change again. And as you repeat this movement a few times, exploring the difference in these two ways of doing the movement, perhaps you begin to notice that they get a little bit easier. It gets a little bit easier to change back and forth between both going the same way or both going opposite ways. Stop that. Let your hand away from your belly and rest for a moment. During these rests, it's odd how much the brain processes things once your attention is turned elsewhere. The unconscious is very powerful and if we give it a little chance it can do really wondrous things. So bring your right hand back to your belly without making your shoulder do anything but without stopping your shoulder from doing anything slowly swing the right elbow forward and backward a few more times. It may help if you Have your left hand gently on top of the right hand, just to make sure that the right hand is indeed resting very quietly on your belly. The elbow moves forward only as much as the wrist bends to allow it to do so. Is there a different range than before? Stop with your elbow as far forward as it goes easily. And leave it very lightly in that place. Can you slightly move your shoulder a little bit forward or a little bit backward? Without disturbing the elbow. Swing your elbow backward and hold it lightly backward. Can you just a little bit slide the right shoulder forward and backward, leaving the right elbow backward? go back to swinging the elbow forward and backward and notice what that range is like now stop rest again now let's make this just a little bit more interesting so for a moment you're, you're sitting there more or less balanced on the edge of your chair Start to roll your pelvis as though the back of your waist were going to roll backward and rest on the chair. You won't go that far, but move a little bit in that direction. Do that a few times, rolling the pelvis so that the back of your waist moves backwards. The weight rolls perhaps a little bit behind your sitting bones toward your tailbone, toward your coccyx. And as you do this, Look down and bend your whole spine. The chest sinks, the head lowers, and as your pelvis rolls forward again and you come more upright on top of your sitting bones, lift your chest and head, but just in neutral, not beyond it. So, if we do this movement now, rolling the pelvis backward and rounding the whole spine, the whole back, rolling the pelvis forward and erecting the whole spine. If we do this movement, but this time with your right hand on your belly. Put your right hand on your belly, perhaps cover it with your left hand just to ensure the easy, full contact. Then, as you roll backward, as you lower your head, as you round your whole back, and then as you roll forward, erecting your spine again. Notice how the whole right arm is carried by that movement. The next time that you've rolled back, stay there. Swing the right elbow a little bit forward and back a few times, bending the wrist in order to do so, leaving your right hand in full contact with your belly. Stop swinging the arm, roll forward. But this time, as you roll backward, swing the elbow a little bit forward and push almost with your hand, as though your hand were pushing your belly backward. Come forward and do that a few more times. As you roll backward, the elbow swings forward. And very slightly, push with your right hand as though pushing the belly backward you won't actually get much of a push. It's almost an imaginary, a a token gesture inwardly. But then stop. Come back to simply swinging the right elbow forward and backward, leaving the whole right hand in contact with your belly. What's that like now? What's the ease of that movement, the range of that movement? Stop. If you start with your right hand on your belly and begin to move the whole arm, hand, elbow, the whole arm, forward as you did at the very beginning. The bent arm swings forward and upward, What's the range of that and the quality of the movement within the easy range now? Has that changed from the beginning? Compare it to the other arm. Do the movement with the other arm and notice what the sensation is like there. This is a a sure way of finding out what what have you learned, whether you've learned it consciously or unconsciously. But then stop, let both hands hang somewhere, and notice the sensation in your right hand. Has that changed? Or has your awareness of that changed? And then compare that to the sensation of your left hand. But perhaps more important than either of those the sensation of the hand or the, the range of the arm. What's the mood in yourself? What is your sense of yourself as you sit there quietly? This is perhaps the hardest thing to, to change in any deep or abiding way, but also the most important thing, to be able to access some quieter contact With your whole self. I hope that this has been interesting and I hope it will prove useful. Thank you very much.